On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, I'm recapping Agent 2021. Last week, I was down in Miami at Gary V's Agent 2021 event. I had the pleasure and the honor of speaking on a panel about content marketing. And so I'm breaking down all of the takeaways, all of the all of the, the keys that I learned, everything that I learned that you guys need to know, you're getting this week. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, Massive Agents? Welcome to episode number 57 of the Massive Agent Podcast, a proud founding member of the Industry Syndicate Media Network. So last week, I was, well, let's see. Yeah, it, it was exactly last week, a week from today, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the 24th, when released, I was at Agent 2021, a marketing event put on by Gary Vaynerchuk and his Vayner Media team. And it was absolutely incredible. It was one of probably the best, most um, impactful and most powerful conference or summit or whatever you want to call it that I've ever been to. And so this week, I'm going to be breaking down all the all the key takeaways. I made a bunch of notes. Um, there's some stuff that I really want to talk to you guys about, some stuff that really resonated with me and, and really um, – you know, was reinforced with me that you guys need to know. So this is going to be a great jam-packed episode for that. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am the founder of the Massive Agent Society. I'm a national speaker, trainer, and real estate lead gen coach. I'm a, I'm actually a realtor with EXP Realty in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate Media Network. That is uh Super exciting what we're working on with the industry syndicate. I talked about that a couple episodes ago, but we are real estate's first media network. And if you, if you like this show, go to industrysyndicate.com, discover other shows that are like this in the real estate marketing space that you will like and, and, and check them out. There's, we have some great shows. We have some great shows that are about to be announced that are part of the syndicate. And if you just want to find out how to be a part of it, how to, how to, you know, be a partner, how to sponsor, all of that stuff, go check out industrysyndicate.com for more info. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to thank this week's sponsor, Audible. Guys, I don't know about you, but I love listening to audiobooks. If you're listening to, to this podcast, you like listening to stuff passively. Well, audiobooks are great too. So I love Audible. So if you go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book, you will actually get a free audiobook from Audible and a 30-day free trial. And here's what's awesome about this. If you decide not to pursue the membership after the 30 days, they actually let you keep the free audiobook. So go download, go get Gary Vee's newest book, Crushing It, for free. Look, I have the book, but I got the audiobook too because Gary has so much exclusive content in that audiobook that that he's just kind of elaborating. Like as he's reading it, he'll just like go off on a tangent and provide more context than you got in the book. So if you don't have that yet, or if there's an audiobook that you've been wanting to get, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book, get your free audiobook from Audible and the 30 day free trial. And if you cancel it, you get to keep the book. No harm, no foul. It's all good. Go check that out. Okay. So agent 2021 was January 17th in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. That's a freaking NFL stadium. That's where the Dolphins play, the Miami Dolphins. It was so cool. Um, we So there were a bunch of us, 
there were like what four or five of us speakers and another five or six uh, conference attendees that all stayed in in one house together. It was kind of crazy. The it was an Airbnb house. It was five or five or ten minutes away from the stadium. That was pretty cool. Um, so we got up. Let's see. There were four of us. Chelsea Pites, Jason Frazier, Ginger Bell, and myself, who all hopped in an Uber at 6 a.m. to go over to the stadium because at 7.15, we had a speaker's breakfast with Gary V. I'm going to tell you about my experience with, with how much I was able to interact with him in just a minute because I got a lot of a lot of time with him, especially the night before I actually had dinner with him. So cool. But we got to the stadium at like 6, 6.10. There was no one there. It was dark. The sun hadn't come up, um, but the event, the event crew from Vayner Experience was just starting to set up the tables for the coffee and the breakfast and everything. And so we we had it. We had, I'd say, twenty minutes before the sun came up to just kind of like take it all in. And you know, it, like there's this giant stadium right there that that it's an NFL stadium. They had this huge, uh, you know, huge LED screen that that had Agent Twenty Twenty One graphics and video on it and stuff. It was just, it was surreal. The fact that I was I was asked to speak there and that I had the honor to speak there is mind boggling. And it's really a testament to you guys, the audience of the show. So thank you guys so much for, you know, for supporting the show, for listening, for sharing, for for leaving reviews, for subscribing. All of that stuff helps out a lot. And without without you guys, this wouldn't have been possible. So thank you so much. Now, I want to give back to you guys who weren't there and tell you what it was like and tell you what my key takeaways were. The biggest one right now, because I'm telling you, I'm going to recap the shit out of this thing for you. I'm going to recap the shit out of Agent 2021. So take some notes. The very first thing that I, the biggest takeaway, takeaway number one is that none of us are doing enough content. Gary, according to Gary Vaynerchuk, and I, I fully agree with his assessment here, and you'll, you'll see why in a minute. Even, even him, okay, and he has like a, a 30 person team that does content for him and video and social media and everything, even though he's posting his own stuff, they do the video, they do the graphics, they, you know, all that stuff. But he says that even he is not doing enough content. And so what do you think the average real estate agent or loan officer in a local market, are they doing enough content? No, I'm not doing enough. None of you listening, including myself, and Gary V are doing enough content. So the number one thing I got is that we need to be doing a hell of a lot more, a lot more content in a lot more places, a lot more often. And that doesn't mean just put up garbage. It doesn't mean put up flyers for open houses. It doesn't mean, you know, constantly posting links to listings on the MLS. Don't do that. You know, go back to, I forget what episode it was. Um, it's in the teens. I know that, uh, where it's all about, what was it? It's called why you should stop posting about real estate. I still believe that, but you need to be posting a hell of a lot more about other stuff. Now this dovetails so well with, with this too. Like if you want to build a personal brand or a team brand or a company brand, how, how are you going to do that without people having seen it? Okay. And if you're building a personal brand, if you want to be Susie, the realtor, you have to have Susie visible everywhere. So that I, I hear a lot of comments from people and even people there at, at agent 2021, they kind of push back against this whole, 
um, this whole movement of videographers and people constantly doing vlogs and Facebook lives and, and graphics on Instagram with themselves on it and their face and quotes and stuff. And, you know, and I've even thought this way myself. You're like, wow, it's kind of douchey, you know, so-and-so is putting, putting quotes on, on a graphic and they're, you know, there's their face. That's kind of douchey, right? We've all felt that from time to time, but here's the thing. How are you going to build a personal brand without the person? You have to be everywhere at all times. If you've ever read Grant Cardone's book, The 10X Rule, that's one of the biggest messages there is that he absolutely carpet bombed the internet with himself during the recession when everyone else was kind of pulling back and and conserving money and not being aggressive. They were playing defense. He spent a ton more money, was very aggressive, and now everybody, at least in business, in the marketing world, knows who he is. You know, 10 years ago, they didn't. So he took advantage of, of that recession to really become a household name in the marketing and business world. Um, you can't, you cannot build a massive personal brand on a national level or a local level or anywhere without being everywhere. So hire a videographer, hire, um, you know, if you can't do this stuff by yourself, if you can't, if you can't work an extra hour a day or an extra two hours a day, find a college student. Find a, a high school student who's really good with graphic design or really good with video and bring them on board for an internship with you and, with you and your company. Bring them on board for an apprenticeship. Call it whatever you want. I mean, some of these people, if you find the right person who's hungry enough, they'll work for free. That's, that's a big takeaway that I learned from someone. Um, his name is Matt Guerin. He's the director of partnerships at VaynerMedia. And he said a, a lot of people are having a lot of success right now finding high school and college students willing to work for free to build a portfolio and to prove themselves and get experience. So then when they go for that next job, the big one, they have something they can lean on rather than going into it with no experience. So you know, you're, you just have to ask. You have to put it out there that you're looking for someone like that. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to find someone who can help me so I can leverage more of my time and do more content, more video, more graphics, more posts on more platforms more often. That's it. So if you turn the podcast off right now, you would have gotten your money's worth if you actually do this stuff. Now, if you're trying to build a big following, I love this. Gary said this a few different times and I love it because it just, it resonated with me. If you want to build a huge following, you have to first give a shit about your small following. You know, if you want to build, if you want to have a hundred thousand people listen to your podcast, or if you want to have a hundred thousand people follow you on Instagram, and right now you have 1200 or, you know, 50, 50 people listen to your podcast episodes. You first have to give a shit about them. If you ever want to have a big, a big following or a big audience, because it's amazing how many people, even with small audiences that don't reply to comments. A lot of you guys don't reply to comments. What the hell? Like sometimes I'm slammed, busy, you know, focusing on something and I can't reply immediately and it might take me 18 hours or so, but I, tr I make an effort to reply to every single comment. You have to acknowledge people, you know, if they're taking the time to comment, acknowledge them. So show that you give a shit about your small following. If you aspire to build a big one, that was a big takeaway for me. Also on, on more of the personal development side, so to, to start the event off, and I promise you, I'm a, I know I kind of planted that seed or, you know, kind of did the hit and run that I had, I had dinner with Gary V and then just kind of went on. I will get to that. I promise the, let's see the morning of the event, the opening keynote was with Gary V 
and a guy named Matt Higgins. And Matt Higgins is actually a shark on Shark Tank on their new newest season. I didn't I knew who Matt Higgins was just because I, I follow Gary V so closely and I knew that he was a you know a part owner of the Miami Dolphins and he is uh, he's in business with Gary in their RSE Ventures um, venture capital firm where they you know invest in businesses and I knew he had some involvement with the New York Jets as well so I knew that but I didn't know he was a shark on Shark Tank so that's cool on the flight home I, w- I was watching a couple a couple of the the episodes with him. It was really cool because he and Gary were just sitting on stage going back and forth. And Matt said something that was so uh, that really resonated with me. And he said that everyone at every level has something inside that they're trying to unlock. Everyone has something they're trying to unlock. So like you have to do you, you know, you have to like stop trying to judge yourself based on someone else's perceived level of success or, or whatever. You can't do that because somebody who you look up to, they might be super unhappy or, you know, they're dealing with something like they're battling something inside. Uh, everybody has something that they're trying to unlock. And so you just have to run your own race. You do you. It, it's something about the way he said it and and just the mood I was in at the time really resonated with me to get me in that mode of just like, you know what? Screw it. If people are going to, are going to judge you or make comments and think that, oh, if you, you know, if you have a vlog or if you're, why are you always doing Facebook Live? Why are you always in front of the camera? Why do you have to be putting your your face all over the place? Like if people have a problem with that and they think you're egotistical or self-centered or whatever, okay. You know, so be it. I guess I guess I'm just a, a rabid egomaniac then if I'm putting content out there. I'll I'll own that, you know. Dogs don't bark at parked cars. People aren't going to squawk at someone who's not moving forward. So if you're getting comments like that, you're doing the right thing. Just keep going. Another key takeaway that I got was, uh, and I knew this, but it was nice that it was reinforced and it was really validating as well, because as you know, we have the massive agent society. That's our, our coaching program and training program for teaching agents and LOs Facebook ads and how to generate leads and how to, you know, we give them the archive of Facebook ads. They can copy and paste and, you know, the whole massive agent society model is, the whole program is built around Facebook ads and lead generation. So it was super validating when Gary said that if he was starting a brokerage t- tomorrow or if he was going to become a real estate agent tomorrow, he would spend every single dime possible to the point where it hurt. Like he'd spend literally every dime he could possibly afford on Facebook ads because even still, even though they're, they're more expensive than they were a year ago, they're more competitive than they were a year ago, they're still so damn undervalued compared to how expensive they will be down the road and what you can do with them. I mean, that, that was so, it, it was so validating and, and it was nice to hear that, that again, because I know this, I get, I get the, the feedback from you guys. I get the messages I get, you know, I've seen the testimonials, you guys who have been through the massive agent society or, or those of you that, that you're just running ads for the first time and, and you're like, Hey, check, check out these results I've had. They work, you know, you may have done an ad that, that didn't work, but so have I, I've done many ads that didn't work. I've had many ads that I wasted hundreds and hundreds of dollars on, but guess what? It doesn't mean that Facebook ads as a whole don't work. Like they, there's entire billion dollar businesses built off of Facebook ads alone, like wish.com. I mean, come on now. If you're one of those people that, that has ever thought, maybe you haven't said it out loud, but if you've thought Facebook ads don't work, 
you're you're lying to yourself. The ad you did and the way you did it didn't work. That just means you have to learn something new. Okay, don't give up on Facebook ads, guys. You don't need to you don't need look, you don't need to come join my program, but you have to learn Facebook ads. Even though we we provide a platform to speed up that that learning curve, go you go watch YouTube videos. Just go go watch YouTube videos and learn how to do Facebook ads, okay? Promise me. You don't, I'm not, this is not a pitch for my course. You need to go do this for yourself, especially if you're somebody who has thought that Facebook ads don't work. They work in a very big way and they are by far the best bang for your buck, but you have to learn how to do them the right way. You have to learn how to do it effectively first because you you just look, I, I could talk till I'm blue in the face. It sounds like Gary V could talk till he's blue in the face about Facebook ads, but get back on the horse, learn how to do it better. Remember that it's all about getting the attention of the person you're trying to to reach first. If your content doesn't get their attention, nothing matters. So you've got to start with that and work your way down from there. Go watch some YouTube videos and learn how to do it. You could go to massiveagentsociety.com, check out our blog. There's there's some training videos there. We have some content there for you for free. You don't have to be a member to get Um but if you, you know, there's info on the site if you want to look into the program as well. Okay, so the industry syndicate, this is pretty cool. So, well, before I get to this, because this, I, I actually was able to talk to Gary V about the industry syndicate. And this all happened the night before Agent 2021. So we were at this this hotel over on, it was in Hollywood, Florida on the beach. It was called the Diplomat Beach Hotel. Super nice place, uh, right out on the water amazing view, but they had the night before agent 2021, they had like a, a, you know, a social, like a a mixer networking thing where attendees and speakers could show up and just have some food, talk, meet each other. But the VIPs, people who paid for the VIP tickets actually had a special VIP social with Gary Vaynerchuk and then a dinner afterwards. And let's just say I found my way over, over into the VIP thing. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Found my way over there. I must've blacked out and all of a sudden I'm there and you know, I was able to, to meet up with my buddy, Phil Treadwell, who's a a co-founder of the industry syndicate. He is the host. If you're in the mortgage world, you probably know Phil Treadwell as the, the host of the mortgage marketing expert podcast, amazing podcast, go check that out. But he, he was in there, Josh Pitts. Um, he was on our show last week about the Facebook live show. He does the, the daily LO life show. He was in there. Josh actually had a video interview that he did with Gary, which was super cool. And then I found my way into the VIP dinner. And so Gary V went around to the different tables and spent, you know, 20, 25 minutes at each table, just talking to people, answering questions, you know, just shooting the shit with people. And so at our table, it was Phil Treadwell and myself. And then I'd say eight or 10 other people that were kind of shy, which was amazing. So Gary V comes over, sits at our table and he just, he sits down. Like there's, there's Gary, there's Phil Treadwell, there's myself. And then a bunch of other people at the table, which were awesome. I met some really cool people, but they were kind of shy. And so Phil and I took the, you know, took the opportunity to, to talk to Gary about everything. Like I talked to him about this perception that if you have a videographer and if, you know, you're putting uh, images of yourself on Instagram, you know, with, with quotes over the top that people think you're a douche or whatever. And he's, that's where that's where he was like, look, you can't build a personal brand without the person. Like you, you have to just ignore those people because every single big name, like big personality or influencer or big name brand that, you know, they're everywhere. 
you know, they promote themselves. You have to learn how to do that in a way that that is effective. So get over yourself. People are going to think you're douchey. Okay. People think he's he's douchey. And he talked a lot about that. He's like, people think I'm people think I'm an egomaniac. People think I'm I'm a douche. He's like, do you think I give a flying, you know, do, he says other words. Do, do you think people give a shit? Do you think he gives a shit about what those people think? He does not. The, the short answer is he does not because he's worried about building the brand and having the success. So we're sitting there at dinner, me, Gary, Phil, a few others at the table and, and Phil was feeling, it was, there was an open bar. He was feeling frisky. Let's say he was feeling frisky and he was like, Gary, check this out. We just launched the industry syndicate and it's real estate industry's first media network. And you know, here's how it works and blah, blah, blah. And we were able to get some really valuable feedback from, from him. When we told him that we were doing our own app that was free to the consumer so that they can, you know, discover all this content all in one place. He's like, that's right. That's right. He said that whoever's closest to the consumer and, and provides what, what will keep them there, they'll win. Whoever's closest to the consumer and provides what they want consistently they will win. That was really validating. Uh, we talked a bit more about that and the business model of it and stuff. And man, that right there, I could have gone home after that, after that dinner and, and been good. Like it, it was absolutely incredible. And if you, if you follow me over on Instagram at massive agent, and if you don't, you probably, probably should, you saw stories and photos from that dinner of, of us just having dinner with Gary. Unbelievable. Had no idea going into that night that that would happen, but it did. Very serendipitous. It was awesome. Fast forward to the next morning, the speaker's breakfast right before Agent 2021 really jumped off. Gary comes in. He goes over to get some coffee. I'm sitting there with with Frazier and with Chelsea Pites and with, with Molly McKinley and Peter Lorimer and a few others. And Gary walks in and no one noticed because everyone's talking. And I'm like, Okay. And I, I just walk over and start talking to him again. And he remembered me from the night before and I was wearing my industry syndicate shirt and he's, I thanked him for the advice, you know, and I'm like, sometimes it's, it's easy to get tunnel vision when you're working on something. So it's nice to have your perspective on it. And, and he was just really gracious and cool. And he remembered he's look, I know I, <laughs> I fully accepted this this weekend. I am absolutely a massive Gary Vaynerchuk fan girl. Totally cool with it. Uh, unabashed. Totally cool with with uh, embracing that. Like I could see Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or uh, Julia Roberts or someone like walking down the street, and I'd notice. I'd be like, "Oh, that." I might even say something like, "Hey, I you know, Ocean's Eleven was funny." You know, what whatever. I might say something, but doesn't get me all excited and and crazy the way the way Gary Vaynerchuk does because of the impact he's had on my business and on, on my and on myself personally since I first started listening to him and, and implementing the, the stuff that he says. So uh, just being able to spend so much time with someone you look up to so much was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Then when the event started, it was, just, there were such awesome speakers and everyone was new. They, they didn't have anyone returning to speak this year that spoke last year. And I assume they're going to do that again next year. So it, it, it's just fresh and it's all up to date and they put a huge emphasis on tactics, how to do certain things, all of that. And so it wasn't just high level stuff that you'd get going to, to, you know, name another real estate conference. You're not going to get that same high level stuff that just kind of like glances over something you could do, but they never actually talk about how to do it. This was the opposite. Very tactical, very powerful stuff. 
loved it. And I spoke later in the afternoon. I was actually on the last session of the day. It was a, a panel on content marketing for – I was on the mortgage track actually. It was how to build a brand with content marketing. So we talked about podcasts, flash briefings, blogging, content in general. Um, that was – it was really cool. The audience was was awesome and receptive and you know, it, it's nice when you're at a place where – you're surrounded by like-minded people and people willing to learn and, and who are receptive. Like nobody comes to an event like that close-minded. Well, I'm sure a few did. And well, to be honest, I actually ran into a few people who are very close-minded, but no, nonetheless, most people don't spend money to travel down there and buy an expensive ticket and take that much time out of their week to do to not learn some stuff and not be open to hearing what's being, what's being said. So you could just feel it in the room that that you were in the right that you were in a room with with like-minded people that was so cool that that was really cool and jason frazier was on the panel he killed it <laughs> ask him about magic mike that's his new nickname he is now magic mike just so you know uh ginger bell did a great job on the panel as well she talked a lot about organizing your you know content calendar and and scheduling stuff uh for content marketing so you can stay on top of it and nothing falls for falls through the cracks, something I admittedly am pretty shitty with. I, um, I'm not so good with the, with the content planning and scheduling. I've been, I've been good with this, with the podcast, thank God, but other stuff I, yep, not so, not so scheduled and on point with. And then Patty Ariello, who's a, she's one of the co-founders of new American funding, a mortgage company. She was on the panel as well. And she had some awesome perspective too. And after that, we went to, we went back to, uh, to the main stage where Gary did his closing keynote, did a bunch of Q and a, but, Oh, I need to, I need to rewind to lunchtime. Okay. Let's, let's go back to lunchtime. So out on the main stage. Um, so at hard rock stadium, I didn't know this, but they have a, a tennis event called the Miami open. And so normally this event would be on the field, but this year they're doing the Miami open. And so they were, they had ripped the whole football field out and they were putting in a freaking tennis court in the middle of the football stadium to be, you know, center court for this Miami open tennis event. I hadn't heard of it until now, but I guess it's a huge deal. They have this huge tennis facility with, you know, a center court and grandstands outside. And so that's where this event was. That was cool. But at lunch, they had a keynote speaker named John Henry. John Henry is someone that I didn't know. I had not heard of John Henry until this event and I'd never heard him talk but I'm telling you, John Henry and on Instagram at John Henry style, absolutely incredible. So uh, he's a, he's a young entrepreneur. He's a young VC investor, venture capitalist. He, he's, he started when he, when he was 18, starting a, a business cleaning clothes, cleaning clothing. That's Try that 10 times fast. Cleaning clothing for movie production companies. He got the contract for for doing all the, the clothes and garments. I, I don't know the proper terminology, okay? Leave me alone. Cleaning the garments for the, what was it? The Wolf of Wall Street. And and then he picked up another one and another one. And he built this big multi-million dollar business cleaning clothes of production companies that were in New York City filming movies. And he, you know, he was 18 when he started it. And, you know, through that, he he built a personal brand and he started 
uh, doing some speaking and, and he was getting articles written about him because, you know, he's, he's young, he's black, he's from Harlem and he's successful. He has this, this venture capitalist firm called Harlem Capital and he's just killing it and he's super freaking young. And so we started getting all this attention and, but what nobody knew except for maybe a couple people in his personal life, nobody knew what was going on behind the scenes with him. And this is where it really got impactful and powerful for me. He started talking about how even though from most people's perspective, from the outside looking in, he'd made it. He was successful. He was famous. He had made it. But he was broke, totally broke. There were some days where he could not afford to eat. Like he, some days he could only afford one meal per day from like the super value menu, like the dollar menu, you know. He he was just absolutely broke because his business, even though, as you guys know, if you run your own business, revenue does not equal profit sometimes, you know, so you could have a bunch of money coming in, but it goes out. If it goes out faster than it comes in, that's a problem. And you could be broke, even though you have a multimillion dollar business. That was the case with him, but no one really knew it. And so he was he was at this dark place where he thought about giving up. He thought about just quitting, going to get a job or you know, selling the business or doing something to just get paid because he, he like how much of that can you withstand, you know? And so he kept two things that, that he kept in his mind throughout this whole battle that he was dealing with personally. The first one was an Instagram meme and you've probably seen it. The three feet from gold. There's a book called three feet from gold. And I think I've talked about it on the show before, but it shows a miner who has his pickaxe and he's, you know, mining away, just, you know, picking away at the wall, mining for gold. And he's, he's moving forward, moving forward, but he can't see what's behind, you know, behind the wall. So he gives up, he gives up, but not knowing that once you zoom out and see the cross section that he was just three feet away from a huge gold reserve, but he only saw what was right in front of his face. He didn't know he was three feet from gold. So he gave up and walked away. The other miner at the top of this Instagram meme, he just keeps hitting, keeps hitting, keeps hitting, taking another swing, another, you know, with his pickaxe and eventually strikes gold. The key there is that you don't know how close you are to massive success. You have no idea how close you are to that big break or striking it rich or whatever you want to call it. And so he kept that in his mind. He's like, I will not give up because I don't know when my big break's coming. And he kept, kept pushing, kept withstanding the pressure, withstanding the pressure. And another thing that really resonated with me that he said is your ability to be wealthy or your ability to have massive success is in direct correlation to the amount of pressure you can withstand. And so he saw that, that battle as him dealing with pressure, as him dealing with, uh, you know, just this massive weight of, of being broke on his shoulders and all the stress that comes with that, you know, being laid on bills and, and everything. So in his mind, he just kept thinking, make one more phone call, make one more email, do one more post, do one more video, just keep going, withstand the pressure, withstand the pressure. And it, I don't know exactly what the time that passed was, but it sounded like, you know, it was the next day uh, after one of these days where he, he could only afford one meal, he got a phone call from Gimlet Media offering him $7,000 per episode to host a new podcast that they were launching. And when you're broke, $7,000 an episode, which would be 28000 a month if it's a weekly show, that's ridiculous money. That's insane money. Even if you're in Manhattan where he is, like that's insane money. 
And he's like, you know what? I'm holding out for 20. And, and they're like, how about 10? So he's like, deal. He took 10,000 an episode and he got himself a $40,000 a month podcasting gig right there. And it, you know, had he given up, that would have never, that never would have happened. And so even though he was thinking about that meme, that three feet from gold, don't give up. You don't know how close you are to striking gold. That's what happened in his life. That's exactly what happened. He kept moving forward and he hit it. And now he's about to launch a new show with Vice called Hustle. He's doing a new show with with uh, one of the Vayner Media companies called 137 PM. It's like a lifestyle brand, a lifestyle site for men, similar to like Pure Wow is for women. And he's launching a show there. He's a huge success. And had he given up, had he lost faith, it w- probably wouldn't have happened. I uh, I loved meeting him and then getting a chance to talk to him for 10 minutes afterwards and like he's he's such an open book and his story was so powerful. I I strongly recommend go follow John Henry Style on Instagram. Amazing. I can't wait till the shows come out. I will absolutely be watching those. So I so next year I just hope to God that they do Agent 2021 again. If they do, be there. I will absolutely be there 100%. You guys should absolutely be there if they do Agent 2021 and it'll probably be next January if they do it. You need to to be there. It was it was more intimate than I thought. Uh, I thought the crowd was going to be a lot bigger, and it wasn't, which was incredible. It was it was if if there were if there were ten thousand people there, it would have been a cluster. It would have been there would have been more stress. It wouldn't have been as intimate where you couldn't you couldn't have such great conversations with people. And man, it, it was just a great 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 event. I can't wait for the vlogs that are going to be made from this. I can't wait to see the footage that uh, we had a videographer doing, doing our panel. So I can't wait to see that, but it it was just incredible. So um, any, any event Vayner experience does, you should go. And my understanding is they're going to be doing voice con again, probably in May ish in New York city. I will absolutely be going to that all about voice marketing. I went last year and I know I did a, a recap episode last May about that. So go check that out from May, 2018, but we launched our massive agent minute flash briefing right when we left VoiceCon. We already had this podcast going, but, uh, I knew I wanted to get on Alexa somehow, but I didn't quite know how. And then I would go to that event and learned about flash briefings and realized, okay, that is the easiest way to do it. So we launched the massive agent minute and, and we've been doing it every single day since we're at like 200 plus episodes in a row, 200 plus days in a row of the Massive Agent Minute. If you haven't yet, go enable the Massive Agent Minute flash briefing. You don't need to have an Alexa device for this. You don't need to have an Echo Dot or an Echo. You can just get the Alexa app on your phone and then you can enable flash briefings and play them right on your phone. And all you have to do, you now you could always go to, you could do it the old fashioned way and and type it into the search bar on Amazon's website or on the Alexa app under skills or you can just say to Alexa, Alexa, enable Massive Agent Minute. And she will. And then all you have to say each day is play my flash briefing. Bing, bing, boom. You'll hear it. So we do, uh, we do, you know, a few minutes. We do like 60 to 90, maybe 120 seconds worth of, of content every single day. It's not just regurgitated podcast stuff. It's not clips from the show. It's 100% original. I, I want to give you something every single day, an idea, a tip, a strategy, a story, a joke, um, 
something I just learned, uh, a tip for a new app or a tip for a new podcast to listen to, something every single day that's going to give you guys value if you're a listener of this show. So please, if you would, go enable the Massive Agent Minute Flash Briefing. You could also just type in massiveagentpodcast.com slash our briefing, O-U-R briefing, or just say Alexa, enable Massive Agent Minute. And if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please go subscribe because we release a new show every Thursday. If you're not subscribed, you have to remember to go listen to the show. If you subscribe, it it's on autopilot. Every Thursday morning, our new episode shows up and you're going to get a notification and you're not going to miss a show. So if, if you've liked this episode or any of our previous ones and you haven't yet and uh, subscribed on iTunes, please go do that right now. And when you do subscribe, it actually helps us out. It actually tells iTunes, it tells the the whole Apple podcast platform whenever there's a subscriber that, hey, this show is in demand. The more subscribers we get in a 24 to 48 hour period, something I learned the other day, the the rankings in iTunes where you can see the top 200, uh, you know, all these the people are like, hey, I'm number, I'm ranked number five in the business category for my podcast. What that is, is like reviews count very, very little. Um, some people say they don't matter at all for, for iTunes. Uh, most people say, yes, they do. So if you've left reviews for us, awesome. Thank you. But the way podcast rankings work in iTunes is they take, um, they're looking at, at how many subscribers you've had over the last 24 to 48 hours. And if you've had a bunch of subscribers, that's what goes into, um, the top 100. So like if, if let's say 2000 of you guys within the next two days go and subscribe to this podcast, we will show up in, you know, probably the top 10 in the business category for that on iTunes. And then, you know, it, then if the next week there's 10 new subscribers, then we'll fall out. That's just how it works. So if you subscribe, you're helping yourself and you're helping us. Thank you guys. You heard me talk earlier about our Massive Agent Society. Go to massiveagentsociety.com. If you're somebody who is, you know, you want to run Facebook ads, but you don't quite know what to do, that's what we're, we're giving you a whole database of ads that you can just copy and paste and run yourself. Uh, there's one catch uh, for that. You, we actually only allow one agent or loan officer per market. So there's a list of, of sold out markets over on the site. Um, don't assume that your market's already taken. You'd be surprised how many major markets are not yet and, and are available. So go, go get the details of what we provide, the type of training, how we, how we teach you to not reinvent the wheel, but to become a Facebook ads lead gen master. Go to massiveagentsociety.com. And if you are one of our EXP agents, if you, if you come join EXP and you're one of my sponsored agents, you actually get free Massive Agent Society membership for life. So if you're looking for a switch in brokerage and you want to see why I'm so excited about EXP and what made me switch from a brokerage that only took 500 bucks per transaction to one that now has a commission split up to a cap, there's a reason I did that. I'm not just bad at math, even though I am an agent, so obviously I, I'm somewhat bad at math, but nonetheless, uh, there's a reason. Okay. It's about the value, not the cost. So to find out more about EXP, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP and click play on the video. That's all you have to do. And you'll see why I decided to make a switch and why I'm so excited. And if you decide to come join me and to come join our team, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You don't have to be in my local market. You come join our team and you'll get free Massive Agent Society membership for life. All right, guys, before we sign off, just a quick reminder, go get your free audiobook from Audible. 
I, I have to thank them. They're the sponsor of this episode. Go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book and sign up for your 30-day free trial. That's going to give you a um, one free audiobook. And then if you decide not to not to get an Audible membership, no harm, no foul. You actually get to keep the audiobook. So go get go get Crushing It by Gary Vee. Go get The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Go get uh, The Art of Not Giving an F. I don't know why I won't say the F word on this podcast. It's like I just – I drew a line in the sand. Like obviously I cuss, but I'm like I'm not going to say the F word on the podcast. And I haven't yet, so I won't. The Art of Not Giving an F. You can go get that. You can go get Girl, Wash Your Face. Any audiobook for free, Massive Agent Society – sorry, MassiveAgentPodcast.com slash free book. Sign up today. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I This weekend – because it's we're still in January, we're still trying to get get our handle on 2019. Do something this weekend that you that you have been putting off. Something that is in line with your goals, something that's going to help you reach your goals this year, but something that you just keep putting off for whatever damn reason. We all do it. Start making progress towards that this weekend. I challenge you to do that. Go sell some homes, go close some loans. Take care guys. <laughs> 